Pickaxe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Folks, welcome to Dungeons and Randomness. Since 2012, myself and an amazing cast of 18 have been telling stories in our homebrew world of Theria. Four different groups explore lost ruins, run for political office, rage against a mad king, set sail to long-forgotten islands, and so much more. Every group has a different story and flavor, and every season, or arc, has a new set of groups and stories, all building the history of our world with every single session. Literally hundreds of hours of stories are waiting for you as part of the Pickaxe Network. Check out Dungeons and Randomness wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you around the table. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left. We are a video game radio show. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I am Simon Byron. And I'm Ants Scantlebury. Scants! Scants! You're back. Three out of three. Congratulations to all of us for being here at the same time. Well done, Anne. What did you do? You just turned your ears up? I just turned my headphones up. I can hear myself properly. You're a little too loud now. Hang on. Um, welcome back, Anne. Did you have a nice time where you were on your holly bobs? great time. Did you get my report in? Well, did you did not you listen to last week's did, show? Did you not enjoy last week's so show? You got, so you got my report and you played it. Interesting. Did you not listen to last week's show? <laughs> oh, I did listen to last week's show, yeah. Steve. What did you think of it? I was disappointed. Wow. Mm. Should we play them again? Should we play the reports <laughs> again then? We will be playing the reports uh, later in the show uh, and sent in some reports from where? Iceland. We'll be, uh, we thought you could talk us through them. <laughs> I don't think they need that much explanation. Well, we'll Steve. see, won't we? Well, later, we later see. in the show. Did you have a nice time? I had an excellent time. Uh, Iceland is a wonderful place. Saw the Northern Lights another time after you'd gone. <laughs> Congratulations! Obviously. Boring, boring. Uh, seen yeah. Them now. Um, yeah, got a bit of a cold, so I'm a bit. Ugh. Yeah, hope you're gonna be right for tomorrow night, aren't you? I know. I need to save my energy, don't I? Okay. So if I'm a bit low today, just know it's because I'm amping up for tomorrow. Did anything else interesting happen to you while you're away? Um, yeah. I, uh, I put on some clothes on a boat and an egg came out. Yeah, that's what I heard. That was the story I heard about you. You went whale watching, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. And went whale watching. Well, of course. You've yeah. seen the Northern so, Lights. So, you, yeah, you've seen a couple of waterfalls. <laughs> Dinosaur hunting. Di- yeah, all that stuff yeah. you do in Iceland. And then, you know, cap it all off with a bit of whale watching. Why not? Yeah. It's really cold on whale watching boats because they take you out into the middle of the water. Do they? It's really chilly. They have to do that because yeah, that must, be, must be a better way of doing this. Nope. A more comfortable way. Can't they bring the whales to you in your hotel? Yeah. Come on. Come, <laughs> come in, John, the whale. Uh, so I went out there and they give you um, the option of putting on a uh, very cosy all-in-one suit. So I put one on and as I put my foot through it, a we- bit of an egg fell out. <laughs> a whale egg? No, <laughs> just a regular an, an egg. egg. Like uh, just a, a hard-boiled egg? A bit of hard-boiled egg and I was like... What? That's very strange. Anyway, fine. Can you do that again? Can we let's cut Anne open and see if there's anything? <laughs> I don't think it was me. Oh. I don't think it was me. Okay. Uh, and then as I took it off, another bit came out. So I've just been walking around with some egg in my suit. Right. And has it happened since? No. I think that was a one-off. Stand up. <laughs> Stand up now. I'm not going to jump up and down for you. Uh, so we're a video game radio show. Who talks about eggs? Sometimes. Chucky egg. Dizzy. Uh. Alright. Hatch Pokemon Go eggs. That's true. Right, there you go. We're on topic. Uh, fortunately, it's not us egg fans that are in the studio. Uh, it's Robbie Cook from Rebellion. Hello, Robbie. Hi, how are you doing? Oh, Thanks for having me. Good. Uh, no, you're welcome. Um, 
you've come into uh, in this the year of VR. You guys are about to release, uh, which I believe is regarded as the best launch title for PlayStation VR. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. Well. Uh, by res- people I respect naturally in the industry, not me. I'm it's not, not just you going around going, oh, this is the best one. The best. <laughs> Don't look <laughs> at any of It's also Simon. I have tried it, to yeah? be honest. Yeah. Okay. It has worked so far. Good. Uh, well, we're looking forward to hearing some more about that. Is there any, any VR stuff coming up, Anne? Oh, yeah, actually. <laughs> straight, straight away. <laughs> well, let's find out then with Anne's news. on Monday the 10th of October. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Google has announced a new VR headset and it's not made out of cardboard. The Daydream View due out in November will be one of those ones you slip your compatible Android phone into. It'll cost £69 and come with its own two-button Daydream remote. All very excellent. And guess who's making a game for it? Earthshaped by our old friend Mike Bithell will join games like CPC's Gunjack 2 End of Shift, Wonderglade, Lego Brickheads and Need for Speed. Darling, let's hope this doesn't turn out to be a nightmare dressed like a daydream. Very good. Uh, Gunjack 2 End of Shift. Mm. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a nice idea for a video game. Like, pleasant thing you do at the end of your (laughs) shift. You just go home, have your dinner. Take your uh, take your uh, overalls off and lay an egg. <laughs> I believe <laughs> that'll that's be what there you in do. VR. Yeah, very good. Uh, why are Google doing this then? That's a good question. Yeah, because they've already got cardboard. Mm. This, but it's... this, well, this though is. Um, so th- I believe this to be um, an improvement over the Gear VR, which I'm a fan of. Robbie, uh-huh. you, you chip in whenever you like on the VR topic well, here. You're what, the... what I've heard is it is really soft. And nice to touch. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah nice. the daydream. Right. Nicer than cardboard. Yes, a lot mm. nicer. Okay. Um, uh, it, it comes with a controller, which, no, which the gear doesn't. It's got the side touchpad. The controller, I believe, has got some sort of positional sense yeah. on it. So um, we'll make it more immersive. Uh, they're standardising the controls for mobile VR, I guess. that's You know, someone's got to do it, haven't they? Yeah, uh, and this is part of Google's new sort of mobile strategy as well, isn't it? Because they, they announced a phone. The Pixel phone. Mm. Uh, they announced Google Home. Okay, Ooh. what's Google Home? Oh, is it like your Alexa Like thing? Alexa, yeah. What's but, Alexa? Alexa is the Am- Amazon Echo device that sits in the corner of the kitchen and will turn on Radio 5 when I ask it to. <laughs> Unlike the radio, which you have to touch. <laughs> I know, I know. The other thing that you can do, um, as my eight, my, I was uh, I was excited to show Dexter, and um, he, he came and said, like, "Dexter, what's your um?" Because it connects to Spotify, all that sort of stuff uh, as well. I said, "Dexter, what's your um? What's your favourite song?" He said, "Oh, I don't know." I said, well, uh, what, what song do you like at the moment? He said, oh, "I don't really have one." I was like, "Okay, what? Just name a song." So, <laughs> so, so he named it, and I forget what it was, and said, "Alexa, play whatever it was," and it did it, and he went. What just happened, is what he said, <laughs> right? That was the first thing that an eight-year-old... And then he was like, okay, uh, can you make it fart? <laughs> and it turns out you can. You can, you can enable the oh skill, ask for a fart. And um, now he can go up to this uh, device in the kitchen, which uh, plays Radio 5 Live, uh, and he can ask it for a fart, and he finds it hysterical. The future's wonderful, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so that's, sorry, that's what Google Home is. It's that, I'm not sure whether it'll fart as well. Yeah, so it's all part, part of that. I think, um, I think it's quite exciting. Robbie, have you, have you, have you, have you played much with mobile VR? Uh, yeah, a little bit. We've, um, we've mucked around with cardboard and stuff at work, naturally. But, I mean, without the head tracking and things, it's, it's, not, it's not really the full VR experience, I don't think. I mean, but obviously there are people there who don't want to spend 300, 400 quid on a VR headset, and it's probably a good chance for them to give it a try. It certainly looks pretty comfortable, and, uh, you know, the Pixel's very powerful. I mean, they're claiming it's the most powerful phone. I don't know if it is. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure, I mean, Eve, like, I think, that, I think that Gunjack already, games, you know. That's, that's not everything, though, isn't it? Yeah, that, they're, so they're porting the, it around a bit, aren't right. they, CCP, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not as good as the actual PlayStation VR Eve, is it? No, well... Because the Gunjack's on rails. Yes, that's correct, yeah. It's got to be on rails. It's the end of your shift. Of course. Like, you yeah. don't want to be thinking yeah. too much. You just want to be <laughs> sitting down, down, laying an egg. What do we know about Earthshaped? Is it Earthshape or Earthshape? Earthshape. What do we know about that? Uh, what is Earthshape? An egg? Almost. <laughs> <laughs> it's an exploration into space, and it's something puzzly. What else has Bithel done, true to form? I don't know. What has he done? Who's doing the voiceover? No. No, it's not, no, it's not him. But oh. he's got someone along the, in, of that ilk. Who's in. he got? 
Sue Perkins. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. For, for a moment, though, I, I had to quickly uh, just check that wasn't a secret. I'm, I'm almost certain that he said that out loud. I think he has. Yeah, <laughs> it is true, yeah. Okay. Game director and writer Amy Hennig has spoken out about crunch in AAA development. Speaking on the Designer Notes podcast, she said, the whole, team I w- uh, the whole time I was at Naughty Dog, ten and a half years, I probably, on average, I don't know if I ever work less than 80 hours a week. There are exceptions where I was like, okay, let's take a couple of days off, but I pretty much work seven days a week, at least 12 hours a day. Hennig spoke about how this kind of work has a negative impact on physical and mental health and on relationships, although she doesn't know what the solution is. One Life Left, on the other hand, is totally up for the starting the Brunch Not Crunch campaign. Mm, the solution is to not do that. And to not let that happen at the companies you work at, I would suggest. Yeah. Maybe that's too simplistic. Maybe it is. I don't know. That's 43,000 hours that she works. Think about what she could have done if she put that into Battlefront. (laughs) She could have been level 60, (laughs) like me. Uh, That's a long time, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What prompted her to say this? Uh, Where did this come from? From a podcast. Someone right. was asking her about it. Okay. That's what I just thought when Anne was reading that story, right? So she, this is from a podcast. Do you think other podcasts report on us? Probably. Well, maybe if uh, Sue Perkins was a surprise. <laughs> Robbie, what, what can you tell us about... Uh, is, is about Sue Perkins. Yeah, do you know anything about, about Perko? <laughs> <laughs> not, not especially. I didn't know she was a games fan, but maybe okay. she's been converted. Right. Who knows? Um... It's pretty bad, isn't it? Really that bad, yeah. I, so, I, I mean, you're, you're, can we call you AAA development, Robbie? Let's. Yeah, yeah, yeah why I not? Would. It's a bit I of would. an odd word, isn't it? I mean, yeah. is, is it the budget? Is it the length of the game? I, I don't know. I always find the terms like that a bit okay. helpful. But yeah, sure. Um, what's Crunch like at Rebellion? Uh, I'd like to think we don't really go for it. I mean, I'm, I'm a bit tired at the moment because I've been doing long hours. But the thing is, you know, when you're an independent studio, you just, someone like me, I sit there and I think, well, I can always do more. There's always something more to do because there's no one else really above me to be doing my job. So I just want to, like, help the game do as well as it possibly can. Same for a lot of people, but there's definitely no sort of culture of it, I'd say, at Rebellion. I think it's got a nice kind of laid-back feel in general. Right. Um, but I, I think that crunch side of things comes from the old sort of 90s, early 2000s work for hire stuff, doesn't it? And yeah. it's probably a bad hangover we need to, need to get over, get, I think. Get it out. Yeah. Um, how have Naughty Dog responded, Anne? Um, very naughtily. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg has announced Oculus avatars at this week's Oculus conference. The avatars will bring social media and VR together in the future of communication. Up to eight people will be able to make their cartoon avatars meet in a hub where they can do things like summon up and position a screen for others to watch a video or, as demonstrated in the demo, answer a real-life phone call on a virtual reality phone. These snazzy new avatars will be able to mimic facial expressions and gestures too. No, we nearly underst- we don't understand it either, but it's the future, so get used to it. I saw Zucko do this on stage oh, at yeah. uh, a <laughs> conference. Okay. I say I saw that. What I saw was a sort of animated GIF as I scrolled lazily down Facebook while procrastinating from making dinner or something. Right. So I saw him on stage with some other um, avatars. Okay. Like, they looked kind of Xboxy. Right. The, the sort of, you know... I didn't see any of it. Yeah. Sort of somewhere between those... Uh, what the Xbox avatars called? That... Are they called that? The avatars. Yeah, I, I yeah don't avatars know. and the Does anyone use avatars things? anymore on Xbox? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, they're all going to use them on Oculus now because oh, you can talk to Zucko. Can you, can you dress like a cat? <laughs> that's, that's where this always ends. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're going to have a formalised avatar and pretty soon you're going for the onesies. Right. Mm. Are you going to get involved in this, Anne? It looks weird. I don't know. It, I, just don't, I just don't know that I'm going to know eight people that have Oculus Cat faces. <laughs> And that want to do this. Like, I, I guess most of my online uh, communication with people is quite brief. I don't know if this is me or or this is normal, but it's quite brief. Or if I'm chatting to someone on Goog- or on Gchat or something, it's just like a quick little chat. Or you post something on Facebook. I don't do the Hangout thing. I don't use the internet like for MSN Messenger anymore. This is what it's trying to be. Maybe this is what kids will like. Zuckerberg will be listening now, <laughs> yeah. won't he? His little cat eyes will will, will well up. <laughs> and his tail will fall to the floor. Like, I get it. I get that you could be, oh, guys, let's do a hangout. Maybe it'll be good for businesses. Let's do a hangout and then I'll, I'll pull up a projector and we can watch this video that I've got to show you. And then you do that in VR. Why don't we get in touch with Facebook 
an offer to do the first uh, radio show yeah. in, VR, in VR. In VR, <laughs> using three oculuses, oculi, hmm. oculopathies. <laughs> uh, that, that's a good thing to do, isn't it? That'll bring that in the views. Excellent. We Great. could get at least five listeners yeah. in the yeah, room yeah, with yeah. us, yeah. couldn't we? Can you do that, Anne? Do you have Zucko's email? Is it just zucko at facebook.com? <laughs> yes. It's just on Facebook. You just, you just, just post on his... Pop him a message. Hey, yeah. Zucko. Shut it all down. Rare Xbox achievements have got a new sound. I know, right? Achievements that only unlock by a small number of players will pop up with a special notification to congratulate you because you are a hero. This news story is brought to you by three people who do not have Xbox Ones. Sort it out, Microsoft. Uh, <laughs> I told you this was the worst story I've ever read. Right. What was mm-hmm. it about st- this story in particular that appealed to you? It was then? very easy. It was there. Yeah, it was literally there. <laughs> I was going to write another story, but I got annoyed by it. And well, I've what, got a cold and I didn't really want to. What was uh, the other story? I, I was going to write something about the um, uh, No Man's Sky subreddit getting shut down, but that oh, just yeah. seemed annoying. Uh, and then I was going to write something about how uh, the gambling commission in. Seattle, yeah, right. uh, in America, right. are investigating Valve's okay. third-party third things, but that seemed complicated, so I went for the very easy one. This does seem more out of those. It does, doesn't it? So I'm going to play you the sound. I oh. was going to ask actually if you did an impression of it, but can you do an impression first uh, of the sound? Ding. Hang on, hang on. Are Why you doing? Are you doing a rare achievement now, yeah. live on air? This is a rare achievement. What? Is- that was it. That was it. Wait, that's the car. Yeah. yeah, it's in a car game, but it's doing it. Hang on, let me take it back to the beginning. Okay. You listen again. That. Ah, that's more All of that. a... I don't know if which it's the one? first yeah, one or the second one. The first one. one's a normal one, isn't it? So it's the second one. Yeah. I don't know, because we don't Go, have Xboxes. Play them again. Play hang again. on, hang on. Yeah. X-Buy. <laughs> oh, hang on, what's that? Ah. Oh, yeah. So it's more of a... That sounds special, doesn't it? If I heard that... Could that not be the car horn? Could be. I don't know how cars are. Could be the guy who's driving his mobile phone. Yeah. It's hard to say, isn't it? But it is the second one. But we wouldn't know because we don't have... Don't Do you need me to be your Xbox correspondent? Yeah, could you? That's a really good idea. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like lonely on my own here. Everyone is staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> good. And finally, a political story that isn't going to make you cry. The Norwegian Prime Minister, Erna Solberg, was caught playing Pokemon Go during a debate in Parliament this week. The PM is a keen fan of the game, telling journalists in in Slovakia on an official visit that she was taking some time out to hatch her eggs. Oh, no. (laughs) And the leader of the Liberal Party who was speaking in the debate at the time wasn't too bothered because she'd been caught playing it during a meeting on national security in August. Well, Norwegian politicians, if you want to catch some ratatas, news is that the UK Parliament is currently rife with them. Hey-oh. Hey, you went there. Yes! (laughs) Is it? Yes. Hang on, is that the sound of of Parliament Mm -hmm. falling? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, there we go. She's sorted it. To bring it down. Right, good. Is anyone still playing Pokemon Go? Uh, intermittently, I'll open it up. Mm. But not really very... No, not very much at all. I caught my Mr. Mime, and since then, life's been good. I just walk around with Mr. Mime now. I'm basically happy. Is that a Pokemon? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's his <laughs> imaginary a, friend. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's a Pokemon. Have you not seen him? Have you not seen my Mr. Mime? I haven't, no. It's adorable. Why did you uh, evolve him? I haven't evolved him. No? I just caught him. I just, so you're not... No, you... I'm just walking around with him. I'm for no good end. I mean, sometimes games are not about achievements; they're about companionship. But wh- how do you expect to get a ding? I don't want a ding or ding. Are you going to get a, a real life pokey throw thing? Have you not seen Mister Mime? Mister Mime's excellent. I, I think we'll have to wait until after this mm. news story to show you. Uh, but he's the best. Uh, who's playing it down at Rebellion, Robbie? Uh, quite a lot of people. Are they still? The studio's quite long, so pe- you'll see people <laughs> going up and down for their for their uh, toilet trip down. or the tea. Right. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a bit miserable. I'm just sitting on my desk, just uh, ignoring everyone walking past with their uh, Pokestops and everything. So, in the spirit intended, I would <laughs> imagine. Do you have a lot of Pokestops near your office? Oh, uh, I believe so. Yes, but not. Yeah, I think in our industrial estate, there's ah. probably some nasty like railings you can get cut on on your way to uh, finding one. Yeah, that's, good. That's Mr. Mine. That's oh. not a Pokemon. <laughs> it's, no, it's not. It's not. It's not yellow. He's beautiful. He's mine. It's like you've been hacked. mime. Hey, good, good one. Thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantlebury.
You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, or maybe you're listening to the One Life Left podcast. <laughs> you said that as though you'd never heard the word podcast before. I don't before. like it. I don't like it when people say, oh, yeah, I uh, heard your podcast the other night. Podcast. Yeah, but if that's how people listen to it, I nope. think it's legit for them to nope. say that's what it is. Nope. It's a radio show that is your podcasted. I, I am one third of a radio show. Mm. Uh, but we've been nominated. Nommed. Nommed for best radio show and slash. or pop. What's the category this year? It changes best every radio year. slash. Best, best talky thing. Best thing that we can shove one life left into. <clears throat> best container. Uh, we are nominated for that. Yeah. Do you think we're going to win? Well, that is a good question. Who else is nominated? Does someone want to pull up the. Give me a second. Okay. I've got it. Oh, he's got it. Okay, Google. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is Clam and Newcomb. It's from uh, okay, chipmusic.org, by the it way. It doesn't work anymore. No, wait, okay, it? Google. How do you make Siri come on? Okay, Google. Siri. Okay, Google. <laughs> Give me the nominees for the Games Media Awards 2016. Okay, Google. <laughs> Why has it stopped working? <laughs> it's coming up with okay, Google. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it, Steve? My, my, um... My mm. laptop won't work. Oh no, no it's fine. Uh, don't worry, Siri's actually coming through on this one. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, click here. I mean, it's taking a second because Siri isn't a magician. Right. Uh, best radio slash podcast, which technically we're the only one who is oh, exactly a radio yeah. slash podcast. Uh, top top of the list. This is alphabetical. Okay. Doesn't show Very clever quality or anything. Okay. <laughs> Top of the list, Adam Rosser and Game Ooh. On. Is this in alphabetical order? That you, is... You're on a more sociable hour, though, what I surely. We are on a mo- more sociable hour. Also, I- FM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't whisper on AM, can you? You can't, it just, just gets crackly. Also, though, that's cheeky him putting his name... I was going to say that... Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. could call this Anne's... Oh, no, wait. No, no, I, I then worked that out. A-scants. Yeah, A-scants. A-scants, one life left. Triple A... Aardvark. <laughs> okay. Uh, no one listens to that, though, do they? Some they, people they, must. They try. They just Maybe can't. It's on medium wave. It's really crackly. crackly. Yeah. All right. Uh, bit socket. B. A, B. They literally go through the alphabet. <laughs> okay. And we're that is, C's. That is uh, correct. Okay. After that, crate. <laughs> it's true. It's it? crate and crowbar. Okay. I've heard of that one. That's the PC Gamer one. Oh, PC- is it? Yeah. Actually, PC Gamer. Yeah, it's got Tom, Official. It's got Tom Francis on it. Oh, you love him, don't <laughs> you? Oh, I hope he wins. <laughs> well, that, does that mean he'll be there? I hope so. We might be on his table. Oh, imagine. Are you going to kiss him? That'll be awful. <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, no Ds, no Es. Final Games. What is that? It's just two words. <laughs> Final Games podcast. Oh, it comes up autocomplete, mm-hmm. so... It must oh, be good. Oh, no. <laughs> Fine, final, game, final game show on Twitter. Uh, they've got 742 followers. Fewer than us. Ha! Is that used as a tie break? I don't know. <laughs> uh, next, IGN. Igan. Oh, yeah. They, uh, they just met. For which one? They've got like five yeah, minutes. That's a exactly good point, good Robbie. Point, they should yeah. be excluded. They You're right. Excluded. You're right. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sixth is One Life Left. Hello. Again, nominated for... How, what Games Media Awards is this? Every single one. How many 2016. How many of them have 2016. <laughs> Ten <laughs> years. So this is our tenth nomination. Is it? Tenth nomination. And uh, again, spelt incorrectly. Hooray! Yay! No yep. spaces in, the, in this, apparently. Uh, after that, oh, I've lost, I've lost where we are. Hold on. I mean, does it matter? The after? Sausage Factory slash Spong. <clears throat> I didn't know Spong was still a thing. <laughs> They're doing the Sausage Factory. Did you not get the memo? And we're with the, yeah, we're we're eggs. Okay. They're sausages. Good yeah. breakfast. Yeah, be great breakfast. And finally, yeah. Toku. Toku, they've oh, been on the show. Nice. So we get a bit of their award, and I think they're going to win. I think they should win. I think well. No, I think we should win. Obviously. But in second place, it should be them. I think, I, you know, it probably should be them because we've had our shot, haven't we? <laughs> we so have had our shot. Although this, our shot. This, would, this, would, this would significantly change the ratio, wouldn't it? Well, We'd go from one in ten. Which is 5%. Exactly. 
two two in ten two in ten ten percent exactly one in five yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all kinds of maths I know I know, know. I know, like, just look at that. It's, it's going to get more complicated next year. When we're Do you think this 11. is award-winning radio right now? Do you think that we could be the, uh, you know, nominated every year? There can't be many, th- many other people who've been nominated every year. Adam Rosser. Oh, does that mean we're going to get Legend? Yeah, do you think we're going to Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. That's why they've asked us to close the show. Because we are closing the show, get... aren't we? And it wasn't about us insisting <laughs> that we, we did it. The giving show. them no choice. Going, yeah, we'll do it for 700 quid. No, okay, we won't do it. We won't do it for anything. We just want some beer. <laughs> that's what happened. Business. 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 Anyway, good luck to everybody else. Best of luck. Sorry in advance. We're going to see you tomorrow night, Robbie, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been invited down. It's going to be fun. You're going to be singing. We've got a, uh, we've got a Battle Zone song oh. written especially. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I've got a feeling I know this one. Thank it's... you for coming in. Cheers. Uh, such a busy time. So tell us about what you're up to at the moment then. I know we've... Uh, well, yeah, so we've been working on Battle Zone for about 18 months, something like that. How, um... did, how did this come about? So Rebellion, uh, Battle Zone's not a Rebellion game, is it? Not originally, no. Who, who, who made the um, the, co- the green vector coin well, Originally, it was an Atari-published Atari, game right. uh, in 1980. I'm reeling off some history here because I was not born then. But, uh, yeah, so Jason and Chris are in Rebellion. Uh, it was one of the games that kind of influenced their childhood and made them, you know, game developers, effectively. And uh, so when the IP went up for sale a few years ago, when Atari went under, uh, they purchased it as a kind of... They swooped in. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a bit of a childhood dream, I guess. And right. then they told one of our lead designers, who uh, is a massive Battlezone fan, uh, we'd like you to make a VR Battlezone, because Oculus Rift had just been kind of funded and stuff. And I think Steve nearly died with happiness. <laughs> um, and so we've been working on it for about 18 months or so, and it's it's kind of crazy and surreal that PlayStation VR is actually Finally here this there. week. Yeah. Uh, just to go back to... So um, was there any other properties that you guys bought then? Any intellectual oh, uh, oh, I should know all of these, shouldn't I? Uh, Moonbase Commander was Did one of the ones. Know? Okay, the jumpy car. Is that the? Is that, no, is that Moonbase? No, side scrolling. No, 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 no. It's like a turn-based strategy. One of those kind of cult that classics. That sounds awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not my kind of thing. Okay, but uh, yeah, we really re-released that on Steam. Um, I'm trying to think. There's, there's a couple of other things they picked up as well. But, right, but this remember. is a big one. I have a question mm. about this, which I bet you can't answer. Um. But how much was it? Yeah. Oh, no, I have no idea. Uh, Genuinely no idea. But I do know they had to go to a secret meeting at the top of a building in Manhattan, which makes it sound pretty cool. Really? We should buy the IPs. We should. This sounds yeah. exciting. Okay, I'm going to Google what IPs are available. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you there. Um, the original game, though, uh, so that was famous mainly for its distinctive uh, cabinet, wasn't it? It was quite a simple yeah. vector-based tank game, uh, looking left and right. So how have you brought that up to date? Uh, well, I think, I mean, in theory, you could say that the original Battlezone was the first VR game ever because you had to stick your your eyes into this pair of goggles in the arcade cabinet. Uh, I, I sort of, you could also say it's one of the first first person shooters, 3D. Right. Um, and so, really, I mean, I think Jason and Chris said, well, we want to update that for now. And effectively, what you're doing now is you're sitting in a in a gigantic cockpit in VR, uh, blasting away at tanks and UFOs and things just like just like you were in uh, in 1980. Except that you know the, the technology is here now, and you actually feel like you're in the tank. It's uh, it's really something to try. I think I I kind of was a bit lukewarm on VR, and then I tried our demo about 14, 15 months ago, just before E3, and I, that just changed my mind completely. You mentioned it was around the time of Oculus, but it's it's exclusive to PlayStation VR. Is that right? Uh, no, 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 it, we're, no, no. We're a multi-platform developer, okay. so um, it is it's coming first to PlayStation VR because they helped us a lot with test kits and that kind of thing. They got us Morpheus kits back when it used to be called Morpheus, which mm-hmm. is a pretty cool it's name. One of the days. That's yeah. one of the days. And uh, and but you know, with our, it's only a relatively small team working on Battlezone, so we're just doing the PlayStation VR version first, and then we'll see what we go from there. Um, the game is single player and multiplayer. Is that right? Yeah, single player um, campaign, but you can play it with up to three people as well. So it's four player co-op. Are they three other VR people? Yes. Wow. Yeah, and we're sort of banking, hopefully, on you know launch title. There should be quite a few headsets doing uh, doing the rounds and the community. I'm getting one on Friday. It's coming. Yeah. Are you? Mariokin, I'm going to have to turn up with my oh, VR headset, yeah. which I'm really singing in. You should try and, yeah, should, I was going to say, you should have four of you on stage with the headsets on. It's quite impressive. Uh, have you been part of the, so they've been touring uh, PlayStation VR, haven't they? Yeah. Have you been part of that tour? Yes, we have. But we've, do, we've been doing our own, actually. We went to EGX. We're going to Paris Games Week soon. We were at Play Expo in Manchester this weekend, which yeah. apparently went down really well. Um, but PlayStation have done some stuff lately where they've been, uh, I think, in places like uh, London and Manchester and things. What's the reception been like from the public entering it cold? 
are really good. I think one of the key things for, you know, sort of because I'm on the marketing side of things, it's really tough to explain VR. You can't really show it in a trailer, that kind of thing. And uh, obviously events, kind of common sense, isn't it? You've got to get people's hands on it. And I think the best thing our dev team did was build a really smart little demo, which is really good for people who've never played VR before. So it's not the full game in your face straight away. It sort of leads you in and then you come off with a big smile on your face. And it's been it's been really good fun doing the events. In fact, had developers kind of coming back to do more and volunteering because it's you know it's nothing better than having people smile at your work afterwards so yeah you're part of the launch lineup um which is reasonably diverse there are there are a mix of um experiences in inverted commas um smaller games uh some pub games uh all around the sort of 15 pound mark uh and then that i think i'm right in saying oh there's you yeah rigs and eve that yeah. are the full price Big boys, is that yeah. is that right? Yeah, correct. That's, that's about right. Yeah, I saw that you had um, some resistance to the to, to the pricing. Do you think that's unfair in in terms of? Um, it's one of those things. I think it's the platform, isn't it? In the same way that someone releases a really good mobile game, like you know, when the XCOM comes out, it's twenty quid on mobile. People think, oh, it shouldn't be that much because you know, I normally get an app for fifty p or free, right. but. Um, I think given that the content people are getting is they're getting a full campaign, they're getting co-op in the way they would in a... I, I'm trying to use uh, the word normal here, but it's not really the right, <laughs> the right the right phrase, but I think it's fair as well. And also there's a lot of money that goes into developing new technology and things, and it's up to the gamers really to decide, yeah. I think, if they want to pay that much. So we'll see, but um, yeah, we're kind of excited. And no, definitely. What have you got? What's, what, what happens tomorrow on... Is it tomorrow? No, it's Wednesday. Uh, so uh, Wednesday you, midnight is when Battlezone comes okay, out. Okay, so, yeah. so what happens then? Um, Talk us through. We can exactly. all go to sleep. <laughs> no, wait, but do you stay up until midnight? I'm going to be, yeah. We're doing a yeah. Twitch stream at midnight, yeah. So uh, that'll be fun if I can stay awake because we've got the GMA. We've got this tonight and then we've got the GMA tomorrow. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I think, to be honest, the dev team, a lot of their work is done. I think Obviously, we'll check in on Friday and Saturday to make sure there's no major bugs or anything. We have, you know, the usual, we'll scour social media. I'm sure our community girls will be up and about on the weekend just to make sure everything's okay. Um, and then we'll see, I guess, and then we'll move on to other versions. But uh, I think my job's the busiest right now because okay. we've done previews and reviews and been staying up late to allow West Coast Press to play it and play it in uh, co-op with us uh-huh. you know sort of 10 o'clock at night in the studio in the uk just so that those san francisco people can have a go fantastic yeah. um and you mentioned that you, you so you're going to look at other versions so, so, so what next for battle zone what's what, what happens after this uh oculus we've got an oculus version confirmed and hopefully some other platforms as well we're just we're kind of experimenting with do we want to do a non-vr version is it going to work that way because it's always been made for VR first up, so it's going to have to be kind of retrofitted if we did that, but we haven't come to any sort of, I don't know, final conclusions on that. Uh, definitely the Oculus version, and then we'll see, I guess. I mean, we, we've had five headsets and stuff in right. for ages, so we'll see what happens. Is that an exclusive, a One Life Left exclusive that is, is coming to Vive? Oh, <laughs> I couldn't say. Um, <laughs> and sort of generally, how's stuff at Rebellion? I mean, it's it's one of Britain's best-loved uh, software companies. Isn't it? How, what else are you up to at the moment? Uh, we've got Sniper Elite 4 on the go as well, so that's coming out on Valentine's Day, appropriately, <laughs> okay. um, which will be very interesting. Um, we, we've had a couple of little sort of Redux projects that are um, kind of remakes of IP that we picked up, or like so we did the Battlezone 98 one for the that hardcore crowd that actually didn't like the original Battlezone. They liked the 98 Activision version, so <laughs> we did that version for them as well. Um, but the, yeah, there's a few things in the pipeline for next year. It's kind of it's, it's super exciting. I mean, when I joined, we were still a kind of work for hire studio, and we've now completely self-publishing. So um, yeah, my, my job's getting busier as is as is pretty much everyone else's. Excellent. Uh, I, I might be getting confused. Sniper Elite's the one with the interesting pre-order campaign, isn't it? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, with a historical figure in it, yes. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, how's that gone down? Yeah, uh, as usual, it made headlines <laughs> everywhere, uh, and taking down Hitler's always something people like to do, oh. um, and it's a bit of a tradition now, we've had it in the last two games, so we felt like we'd be cheating people out of it. Could have done it with another prominent figure, couldn't you? Well, You must have I thought about that, would Possibly, you? but at least we know we're safe with this one. <laughs> Excellent, thanks Robbie. Hello, I'm Sega Badawi. And welcome to One Life Left Local News. The Street Fighter Crew Independence Party, SKIP for short, is in disarray after a scuffle between its members. One of their potential leadership candidates, the evil M. Bison, 
had a disagreement with their defence spokesperson. Said spokesperson, the camouflage-clad Guile, took M. Bison up on his offer to settle the argument outside. Sources are unsure as to what exactly happened, but an incident occurred and M. Bison had to be taken to hospital. Guile then went on the run from police before eventually saying that he never touched M. Bison. However, other reports claim that he did throw a sonic boom, which could have caused the injury. The scrap has come at a bad time for Eskip, which is in a state of flux after its first female leader, Chun-Li, had to resign after only 19 days because of personal and professional reasons. Thanks and back to your usual programming. Letters. Thank you so much for your letters we've received throughout the week. Thank you. How did we do this week, Simon? Oh, I, had to, I had to ask for a couple more. So that means no one gets game codes. They don't know, but Morg Adams wrote in three days ago <laughs> and said, Dear team and SSG, if I were to... And then the second letter was, send three emails each week would... And then the third email uh, was, get three game codes. I think this might be the equivalent of the joke that shall not be named. Cheerio! Thanks, Morg. Um, yeah, if you did want a code, please do remind me. Uh, I did... I, yeah, yeah, I, I because I will one out. Did I? Today. Did I? Yeah, you did. Have you been reading my emails? When you cc them to me, yes. Have I been CCing you? You have. What else have you learned? CCing. <laughs> Hello, team. Hello, SSG writes, long-time correspondent Robert Wells. Since you're talking about VR, how did he know? How did he know? How did he know? And after all, it is the year of VR. How did he know? (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what your favourite moments of VR have been so far. Have you had that moment? Have you found the killer app? Rob Sedgbeer of Wi-Fi Wars says that the killer app moment for him was sitting in a virtual cinema watching a film, sitting next to an avatar of his mate who could have been anywhere in the world. Pip-pip, Robert. P.S. Thanks for my forthcoming Steam code. If I get to choose, I'd love to play Human Fall Flat. Oh, okay. No problem. It's a good game, actually. Thanks <laughs> Thanks for writing. Um, I think I'm okay to say... I played um, Sociable Soccer in VR today. Did right. you? Interesting. Why? Yeah. Because, it is, because it's running in VR. But that's the last game I'd expect to work yeah. in VR. Um, and so... Uh, he's been showing off at shows. So I think it's fine. Yeah. Um, Ordinarily, social soccer is top-down, fast-paced and stuff like that. Uh, this takes the same speed of the game, places it in a pitch in front of you, and you're essentially stood in the gantry. So you're looking down at the pitch, oh. looking left and right. As It's really good. It? Yeah, really, really cool. nice way of doing it. You're awesome. right, because immediately, like, what on earth would that be in VR? And, uh, yeah, well, well, it was just, you know, it's just an early version. But, uh, yeah, it's good. Enjoyed that. Uh, Tilt Brush is a boring answer, but I think for most people who've used it, that is their moment where they understand... Is that the one where you can make leaves happen? What this is. It's the one where Martin Hollis painted a bush and then hid in it. <laughs> this is coming out on PlayStation VR, is it? Or not, Tilt Brush? Oh, there's a, there's a... I think I heard it's been ported to... No, it might be coming to Google Daydream, is it? Oh, is it? it was it's originally Vive, oh. wasn't it? It's, it's, it's a Google uh, operation, so uh, okay. it will be on that for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah I played it first on Vive. I, I would say, I think I said this last week, but my favourite VR experience so far is selfie tennis, which I think is, <laughs> is playful and puts you in that environment for basically as long as you want. Uh, in the vein of the best Wii games you can play it for five minutes and have a good time or play it for an hour it's brilliant Robbie Uh, so I'm actually a little bit scared of heights and I played uh, uh, Crytek's The Climb really enjoyed it it was kind of it was enough of a separation of reality that I didn't feel like I was going to die but it was really cool to look down and, and actually have to physically sort of I was using the Oculus touch controllers and I had to will myself to let go which is pretty cool uh, naturally like what I love about Battlezone is that when I look to my right I've got a friend in a tank which is something you can't <laughs> really do in another thing but I think in terms of uh, pushing yourself I think that's what I liked about the climbers you can't really push yourself in a normal game other than just get better at it but you can suppose you can get braver or you can use, it, use VR to train yourself to 
get rid of fears or phobias I don't know but yeah I really enjoyed that I only had about five minutes uh, not sure I can afford the <laughs> Oculus Touch controllers when they come out but um, yeah very impressive what was that one that uh, we were playing at yours, Steve, on the Vive, where so Matt was playing it and we were watching him try to move? Fantastic contraption. Yeah, that was fun because that's the first time I've actually cared about someone else playing a VR game. Um, mm. I've had some nice moments myself, but that's the only time I've ever actually cared about someone else playing it. Which, considering, you know, how, how it's little quite, you care about people is... Is special. <laughs> it's really special. Robbie, yep. what's your letter? Uh, this is from Rahul Ricky, and he says, Hello team and SSG bracket S, close bracket. Uh, I'm not sure when it happened, but somehow I've become a person who watches Let's Plays. I, uh, I mainly watch playthroughs of games I'd never have the time or patience to play myself, watching hours of RimWorld or Civilization streams while I work. Uh, do you watch any yourselves? Is it the game or the person recording them that draws you in? Most importantly, when are you going to do a bit more streaming? Thanks and keep up the great work. Oh, we should, shouldn't we? We should stream, we should. We? Uh, we, we, I think our next streaming project has got to be Marioki. Yeah. We've got to work out how to do that. Uh, we, we turned a reader's question, a letter, into an advert. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Pros. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. Uh, I, I think we should do it. I've never got into uh, Let's Play videos, though, myself. So I've, I've never I've, managed to. I, I watched a uh, I watch them when I want to find out something about the game, uh, sort of to see if I would like it. Um, and I don't. There are some um, streamers or YouTubers that I find annoying, and I and it, I will switch off. But I don't really care. I'm not really in it for what they're talking about. I'm more in it just to see how they what they're doing. If it looks like a good fun thing, I don't watch them the whole way through. It's more to get a taster of something, really. That's it. Okay, Simon. Uh, I've been watching a few this week, actually. I've been doing some work with the streamers. Oh, have you? I have, yeah, I have, yeah. Can you do some work with us? Which will maybe give us some impetus <laughs> to become them. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think for certain types of games, I can I can absolutely see the appeal. Um, I, I wouldn't watch a let's play of a linear adventure game where yeah. you know there was once you know where you met, where you where you gain no benefit from seeing how someone else is playing it because there's only one solution. However, mm. you know I think um, non-linear, open-ended games uh, do yeah can can be very entertaining. What about you, Robbie? Uh, I watch Let's Plays of games to torture myself about things I'm rubbish at, like mm. any modern shooter, like Halo, Call of Duty. I want to be good at multiplayer, and I'm always bottom every game. So I watch a Let's Play to find out how I could get better, and then I try and I fail, and I go back to my solo stuff, and okay. there you go. What are you like at Battlezone? Uh, average. I, I had to play with some press the other day, and I thought, this is fine, let's press, this will be easy. <laughs> and uh, I died in the first level and had to use a life, which is quite a big deal. So, we'll yeah, see, we'll see you on the battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> Anne. Uh, hello, OLL and SSG. It does say OLL. Uh, I don't care for the mini essays other listeners tend to write when sending questions, so I'll get right to the point. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, what's an underrated game you played this year that deserves more love? Uh, that's from Lupine. Interesting. Okay. Simon, any mm. ideas? Underrated. Underrated. Mm. I've, I've found a couple of interesting games this week. I mean, I don't want to get into the reviews section. Uh, two games that I think... I don't know whether they're underrated. I suspect they haven't sold... A million copies are Soccer Bond and um, A Good Snowman is Hard to Build, mm. both of which I played on Steam this week and both of which I thought were absolutely fantastically designed uh, video games. I don't know about underrated, no. though, because they've, they've, I've seen a lot of nice hits. praise. Hit after hit after I hit. I only play the hits. For those again and again. I mean, I, I talk about Knit Underground all the time, which definitely did pretty poorly critically and I think is is... A brilliant, brilliant work. So I guess that counts. Mm. But I do go on about that a bit. Anything to add, Robbie? Uh, I, I, I'd probably say Wolf Among Us because no, hang on, no. Well, that and another another game that got through with Games with Gold um, was that Tim Schafer strategy game. Uh, Try remember now that he kickstarted. I can't uh, remember the name. That's of it. all of them these days. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> if you're not kickstarting, oh, massive, you're it. massive chalice. That's right. it. Yeah, I had a really good time with it. It's kind of XCOM light. No one was talking about it. No one seemed interested. Came out launch day free on Xbox. <laughs> and I had a really good time. Had about 15 hours. But uh, yeah, don't even like that genre. Don't particularly care for Tim Schafer's humour. It's just not my kind of thing. Um, and I had a really good time with it. Yeah. Good. Uh, thank you very much for your letters. Uh, please do keep them coming throughout the week. We are available at... Team at OneLifeLeft.com
This is Venom and Jam. Uh, it's from chipmusic.org. Again, Simon, I looked into available intellectual property. Oh, fantastic. Uh, intellectual property fantastic. auctions. Uh, found a couple of things. Mm. Um, found that uh, we can get Food Basics slogan uh, from an auction site. Uh, what, what is their slogan? The savings never stop. Ooh. Could be ours to use. An over-cooked spin-off. Yes, true. Uh, I also saw that we could get from uh, Fresh and Easy, which is another place that's uh, apparently auctioning off their IP. Oh, that stopped rather suddenly. Uh, We can get Fresh and Easy. One Life Left, Fresh and Easy. Okay. Does that work? I don't... Well, who who would be who? (laughs) (laughs) One Life Left, F and E. Or, Or what about this? One Life Left, The Big Kahuna. Oh, that sounds good. We could we could not have that sure as well. Not sure what a kahuna is, and if we want to be a big one or not. Also, I found a, I found um, that the, there's a wine cellar that's shutting down, so selling off all of its stuff. Uh, we could get the we could get the license to be called Juicy, Fresh, Soft, Smooth, or the Best Sellers, Fizzy. <laughs> so all if of any those, of those, can we get all of them? The I, Kingsleys have probably got them already, haven't they? <laughs> I don't know if any of those apply to no uh, comment. Pipe of video games <laughs> or not. It's the best I could find. I don't think any uh, video game IP is going. Okay. You would think there'd be loads of it, right? Loads of Spectrum games we could. Yeah, people could. are going under all the time, aren't they? These days. Oh, I should not put my Broken Mac Broken the record player. Is it uh, time for us to do reviews now? Let's do it. Do you think? Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's yes. do it. Right. Yep, yep. This moment. There we go. Reviews. Uh, and what have you been playing this week? Oh, right. So what I've been playing this week is I played uh, That Dragon Cancer. Because it's out on uh, iOS and I wanted a good time. (laughs) Um, I am going to struggle with this review because of all the reasons everyone said that they struggled with reviewing a thing. Because how do you review a guy's memorial to his son who died from cancer? Because it's the saddest thing. Um, How do you separate that from how you actually felt about playing it? Um, I've just struggled with it. What's a jump mechanic like? It's got some of them in it. Does it? Yeah, it's got some flying mechanics in it as well. Um, So I guess, like, I'm going to talk about how I felt playing it. Uh, I think I, knowing what it was about, I completely hardened myself to it because I didn't, I didn't want to put myself through that emotionally. Um, But I was sort of like open to seeing, you know, what what it did, Uh, and it tells this story in. An interesting way, like it's an incredible memorial and it's an incredible way of telling this guy's story and I think it's great that it exists. I think that it's um, a really interesting and new use of the medium. Um, I just, I don't think it's a very good game. That's okay. You have no heart. (laughs) Okay. Um, I think that some of the game mechanics in it don't really work. They didn't get across what I maybe think could have been got across in different ways at the heart of it it's just the saddest saddest thing and you know you it you'd be hard pressed not to find some emotion in there and obviously he uh, and the team that worked that he worked with um found their best ways to put that across as a game i don't know if it was the best experience but I, i'm glad that it exists i just yeah there were some game mechanics in it, like there are little mini games in it that uh, maybe they were trying to say other things, but I didn't quite get on board with it. But it's really, yeah, it's a, like it's a really great, it's a very short game to play. I would absolutely recommend doing it. There is like some religious aspects in it, which if you don't get on with that, then maybe that might, um, you know, trigger a few things in you. But uh, yeah. It's a guy's story, and it's uh, always good to hear people's perspectives when they've been through different things in life. It helps you empathise, and it helps you uh, learn about people. So play it, if you want. 7 out of 10. Thanks, Anne. Thanks, so, uh, thanks Anne. Follow so? that, Simon. Sorry, I don't want to trivialise anything, but I got to the FA Cup final. <laughs> feet, for, feet for the journey this uh, this week. Yeah, I'm still playing that. It's um, absolutely magnificent. Can I? Uh, are you going to play it, Steve? Do you think? The journey. The journey. Nah. I, I, what I really like about it is that um, so this is the story mode of FIFA, yeah. and as you will have heard last last week, um, 
uh, it's a story and so you you start off as a young boy in Clapham Common and you go through the exit trials and the clubs and the rivalries and all this sort of stuff friendships and two great moments in it uh, so um, they've got the um, the consultants on it are like Harry Kane and a couple of other footballers who've sort of gone through this life uh, there's a bit where you and your mate sit down in your flat to play you in FIFA and argue about what you look like and stuff which I thought and it's like, clearly that's what they do yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's really really yeah um, and then there's a bit where you where you make FIFA ultimate teams team of the week by playing so well and Martin Tyler commentates on it and stuff like that it's, it's all come together in, yeah. I mean it's really cheesy but it's, it's brilliant yeah so um, I don't know where the journey ends um, I've been slightly disappointed that it's not veered off into the more um CD <laughs> CD a part of a footballer's <laughs> life you know <laughs> but, uh, but it has this, this, all the actions on the pitch uh, and all in the training session um, as it should be or in your flat uh, my my flat in the high rises of Bournemouth I tell you <laughs> <laughs> Bournemouth never looks so good uh, it's just great yeah it's really really great what they've what they've done with it I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm, I, I suspect winning the FA Cup is probably the end I don't know I don't know uh, is it the end I don't know maybe there'll be some international is that is it. the FA Cup the Zenith of, of what you could do as a footballer. No, but Jim Hunter, my dad, he played for Man United and, but he never won the FA Cup. Oh, oh. so maybe, it, like, maybe that's... You know, so it's great. I'm sorry if I've just spoiled that for you, but it's, yeah, it's fantastic. There's still loads more to enjoy. Seven out of ten. I've been playing Beglitched. Uh, Beglitched came out this week. It's an indie developer from New York. I've forgotten their name. Um, it is one of an increasing number of video games that are set on fake operating systems. So I played a couple of those in various tones, sort of mysteries, horror one. This is a very, very cutesy take. You find what seems to be a cat's laptop, um, and you you open it. I'm in. A, <laughs> your eyes lit up then. Uh, well, you and, can do that with the Oculus, with your kit, and yeah. your whiskers. And, and uh, there's, uh, you know, cute little fish sticker on it, and it's pink. And you have to explore this operating system and try and uh, uncover... The trail uh, the glitch witch has left for you inside there. What that amounts to is playing a quite a clever little puzzle game, which is a essentially a match three game, but with some new mechanics that I hadn't seen before. Uh, the presentation is absolutely brilliant. The music and the visuals are great. Uh, I love the story, and it's all the you know the, every line of dialogue is kind of funny and cute. Doesn't overstep the line into twee. Um, and I think it's it's just brilliant. I've really, really enjoyed playing it. It's funny, and uh, the difficulty curve is great too. I've you know had to restart a couple of sections, but I uh, found it really, really interesting. There's a bit of puzzle solving in the outside in the meta game as well, which I've really, really enjoyed. I can't recommend it highly enough. I think it's seven quid on Steam right now, so it's pretty cheap. Um, seven out of ten. Hmm. Robbie, what have you been playing? Uh, so Firewatch just came to Xbox One and I'm always perennially late because indie games come a bit later there apparently uh, I've had a, I completed it in about 5-6 hours uh, I hate the term walking simulator but if, if, if you're not converted by those kind of narrative driven games this isn't going to convert you I don't think the, uh, the voice acting is fantastic uh, I heard a rumour they're turning it into a film hmm. which just kind of shows maybe how much more suited it is to a a drama than a game um, it's kind of beautiful but technically a bit limited it's an, you can tell it's an indie game it chugs along and to be honest once you've walked through the woods in Witcher 3 walking <laughs> through the woods in uh, in Firewatch isn't quite the same at least you've got your clothes on this time now, yeah. you, presumably <laughs> don't know what you're talking about <laughs> um, yeah it's got yeah it's, it's got a really good ambience I recommend playing it with headphones on because when you're always talking to a character on a, on a radio and it just feels a lot better and a lot more atmospheric when you've got headphones on um so yeah really really nice game but a bit, bit limited technically i'm seven out of ten <laughs> so Anne went to iceland oh yeah oh no hello i'm Anne scanterbury and welcome to investigating in iceland where i come to iceland to uncover facts about video games fact one iceland the football team was offered fifteen thousand dollars by ea to be included in fifa 17 the massively popular video game. Iceland turned it down. I'm going to find out why. Good introduction. That's excellent. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm set up Are for the series. In? Yeah. <laughs> part two. Welcome to part two of Investigating in Iceland. And I'm in the heart of Reykjavik, standing outside Total Football, Iceland's footballing agency. 
Now, it turns out that you can't come here to blow the hood on this story because it's just an office and they don't just let you in if you turn up. So I'm stuck outside and it's really, really quite cold. Anyway, I'm looking up at the windows and I'm seeing pictures, full-size pictures of Iceland's footballing heroes on the side of this building. They are the men that came from this small nation. Fishermen, teachers, other kinds of jobs to go to Euro 2016 to beat England, that terrible footballing nation, to get beaten by huge, huge football stars, France, and kicked out and sent back home. But these are the heroes of this nation, and they are up there on those windows. And we're still no closer to finding out the truth of why they aren't in FIFA 2017. <laughs> I think we I like know, that. though. We know why they're not in there. So, <laughs> don't spoil it. What was, what was going through your head when you recorded that? It's really cold. <laughs> you sounded quite happy, though. Yeah, I'm always happy. <laughs> right, part three. Welcome to part three of Investigating in Iceland. Now, at the heart of it, this is a story about numbers, so let's run some of those numbers. EA offered Iceland $15,000 to be a part of FIFA 17. Now, in Icelandic money, that's 1,707,675 krona, or crowns. So Iceland would have become a millionaire in its own terms if it had just said yes to those. That seems brilliant, doesn't it? Well, no. I've done some investigating, and it turns out this is a super expensive country, and that much money would buy you one, maybe two pizzas. Not that much. Doesn't seem like a good deal. I think that Iceland has so far been right in saying no. Just out of interest, how much wine would it have bought you? (laughs) One, maybe two bottles. Okay, and finally part four. Welcome to the fourth and final part of investigating in Iceland. I'm at the Marina and Concert Hall where culture meets industry to look into public opinion about this controversial issue. Now, the public were very involved in Iceland's uh, team in supporting them in Euro 2016 through the Viking Thunderclap. And I've decided that this is the way to judge public opinion about this issue. I've sent my glamorous assistant off to try and start a thunderclap in the marina. If anyone joins in, maybe they're still behind their team. Maybe they've still got morale. He's trying... No, no one's joining in. Some people are walking away. And these people just started laughing. No, nobody seems to care at all about it. The only conclusion that I can reach now is that this nation is furious at EA. Morale <laughs> is at an all-time low yeah. and has potentially ruined football in this country. Investigation <laughs> out. was a good use of resources well done well yeah. done we went everywhere getting over our, there on x's yeah yeah conclusive Oof. i'll tell you that was some hard somebody's stuff. just been woken up in ea vancouver yep. where the yeah. lid's been blown off <laughs> yeah yes, well, well, we, well done well done and when we show that to the tax man when he yeah. says <laughs> he's actually got a receipt <laughs> <laughs> what's that for okay don't need receipts robbie best of luck uh, yeah. With the launch on Wednesday. Very excited. Um, yeah, no, uh, looking forward to playing it. Um, hope it all goes well. Uh, we're going to see you tomorrow at the GMAs. Yeah, yeah good luck to everyone. With us. Good luck to everybody. You're Very on. excited we'll, about we'll the We'll see about that. You'll, you? see. You'll sing. <laughs> excited. So if we fast forward a week, are we going to be sat here in honour or <laughs> with I, a list of apologies? I think... Should we do another investigates at the GMAs? Yes. Let's yes. blow the lid on Let's it. Let's blow the lid off the GMAs. Also, we should do some more Periscope. Is that still a thing? Do people Periscope? Okay. No, did... should we do Facebook Live? Let's Facebook Live it. Yeah. Okay. We're going to Facebook Live. Draft so cats. <laughs> with eggs in our pockets. <laughs> uh, thank you all so much for listening to One Life Left again. Yeah, Robbie, thanks for coming in. Uh, how can we follow you on Twitter? Uh, it's cookie underscore vonster. That's with a V. Okay. Uh, otherwise, we will see you all next week. Until then, bye.